Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, um, we're going to talk about the events from Wednesday, November 11th of 2020. Um, Yeah. So, hi. Um, I have been gone for a little while. Um, there's been, like I mentioned very, very briefly the other day, there's been some like personal family stuff going on and, um, Wednesday ended up being a hot mess of a day, um, to put it mildly. Um, and then yesterday I was so tired from Wednesday that like, I am now two days behind. So before chaos completely happened on Wednesday, I was able to do an outline and all of that good stuff. Um, But I haven't done that for the 12th yet. And it's the morning of the 13th. So I will probably put out an episode later today um, that is based on the 12th. And then... um, Possibly. This is all probable. And then at um, later we'll do possibly just the 13th and um, the 12th and the 13th. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, If I can get the 12th researched and recorded, it'll be up before the end of the day Eastern time um, on the 13th. And then we'll do one at midnight um, as I've kind of always done. But I will make them all separate episodes because yesterday had um, a good amount of events on. There were a good amount of events on Thursday. Obviously, there were some events today. Or, yeah, there have been some events already today. Um, And look, I'm I'm sorry. Um, I'm just in one of those seasons of life where, like, everything is chaos again. Um, I had two days of stability and then just entered back into chaos. I, I truly, I'm doing the best I can right now. Um, I'm having an incredibly difficult time with that. Um, because like two days ago things were good and now I'm just living in chaos again. Um, So anyway, that's kind of the deal. Um, We're going to go into the events of Wednesday, November 11th now. Um, And we're going to start with the Belgian royal family. ask why we're doing it this way instead of catch-up episodes like I've done in the past where I'll do like two days at a time or something like that. Um, And the reason for that is because I want to focus very specifically on November 11th and what that day is. Um, So instead of combining it and just speeding through events, 
I want to give at least Wednesday the time it deserves um, because it's it's an important like international holiday that we all kind of globally celebrate in one way or another. Well, not everyone I recognize, but like Europe and Europe and the U.S. do. I'm sorry, it's morning. I'm still very tired. Um, so I apologize. I will probably yawn a couple more times. Um, but I want I wanted to pay it the respect it deserves. Um, so we are going to start in Belgium, like I said, um, where on Wednesday um, King Philippe attended a ceremony at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier to mark Armistice Day. So Armistice Day is basically the day that the signing of the armistice or truce um, between the Allies and Germany was signed and marked the end of the First World War. Um, And so this was done on November 11th. So the 11th month, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Um, So it was done at 11 a.m. on November 11th. Um, I don't remember what year, but it, anyway, um, it marked the end of an obviously, like, really terrible, destructive time, um, and has been widely celebrated throughout, um, the allied countries, and, Um, I don't know if it's celebrated so much in Germany, but I know, um, we'll learn more about that this weekend when I, when I do the research for, um, the Duchess of Cornwall or the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall's trip to Germany, um, that happens on Sunday, I believe. Um, so what King Philippe does, uh, Belgium has a tomb of the unknown soldier that kind of stands outside in like a plaza. Um, they, I don't know what the annual thing is, but for this year, um, it was King Philippe and some government officials who attended a very brief ceremony at the tomb, um, to mark, the end of this time. Um, and then he, I also, so I don't know, I couldn't find any video of the event. Um, and the descriptors out there haven't been super helpful. Um, so I don't know if they have like an eternal flame by the, um, tomb or if it's lit during specific occasions. Um, but anyway, there's a picture of Philippe near the etern- the flame. I don't, again, I don't know if it's eternal or if he lit the flame. It kind of looked like he did, but I, I don't know. Um, and so that was the, the day in Belgium. Um, obviously like a really solemn and important day, um, that is 
celebrated, I mean, you know, in the U.S., we call it Veterans Day, um, and so it celebrates not only the armistice, but also, like, all of our veterans who have served um, their country, and um, it's just a really important day. So that is, um, that is what was going on there. Um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to the British royal family. Also today, the United Kingdom was celebrating Armistice Day, so the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall um, attended a ceremony for Armistice Day at Westminster Abbey, um, held by the Tomb of the Unknown um, soldier that um, is there, that Queen Elizabeth has marked the 100th anniversary of the burial of recently. And it's just, like, the thing that um, is one of the most recognizable parts of Westminster Abbey, for sure. Um, So it was held near there. Um, And again, this is to mark the the armistice. Um, And so Westminster Abbey has been hosting a ceremony like this for, like, possibly 20-ish years. Um, it didn't used to be hosted here. I think Remembrance Sunday kind of used to be it. Um, but Westminster Abbey has been hosting this for a while. Um, and so it was obviously because it was held in the church, it was a religious ceremony. Um, but it also focused on the celebration of the end of the first world, first world war, um, And so there was a ceremony, um, and then Charles and Camilla laid flowers. Um, So Charles laid a wreath at the tomb while Camilla laid a posy, which I find the most British thing ever to call them a posy. It's a bouquet, but it was like a tiny one, um, which is what posies are. They're bouquets, but they're small. Um, And I just love them. Like, I love that they have such a cute name. I love how tiny they are. Um, you know, certainly not in this circumstance, but like usually they're given to royal women by little children. And it, they're, the concept of a posy is just the most adorable thing in the world. I can't even handle it. Um, and so like, so cute. And, um, yeah, so again, this is, you know, a very solemn ceremony marking a very important occasion that we all, eh, not all of us, but that we are, I have been aware of since I was a child. I remember, um, we did like Veterans Day ceremonies when I was in school and after a while, I can't remember exactly like what year we learned about what we were necessarily doing. Um, but when we learned more about like 
what armistice what what the armistice was and like the history it definitely became more symbolic as to why we had the school assembly at like 11 a.m um it became very important to hold those traditions and then in high school um learning the like the atrocities that weren't necessarily watered down for you know childhood consumption um and what everything has meant um in learning the atrocities of war just in general like it became very important um and it's it's definitely something that is a part of like certainly it's written in American culture and it's part of you know kind of what's important here um, but also throughout I mean throughout the world I mean clearly like a couple of royal families are celebrating the day um, there are events kind of baked in where we all just stop our lives for a not a whole day but like where our lives are kind of different for that day um, recognizing our veterans and um, how that's celebrated so I think that it's really really important and um, yeah that is why like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode like I really wanted to focus on November 11th kind of as its own episode, even though, yes, I'm recording it on the morning of November 13th. Like, I did still want to give it its due because it is such an important um, a holiday. And so with that, we are going to leave Armistice Day behind um, and move on to the Netherlands now. Netherlands, we are continuing uh, visits to medical centers. Um, so today, King Willem Alexander visited the Erasmus Medical Center to discuss the, of course, the COVID situation, um, because that's kind of all that's happening um, in these medical centers. I mean, it's not like I um, again, without revealing anyone's private information too much, I was in a medical center all day on Wednesday. Um, and the only thing that was different is that, like, and I haven't been in one. I should mention that. I have not been in one since COVID started. Other than, like, no, I have not been in one. I haven't been to the doctor, like, nothing. Luckily, I've been very healthy, and when I wasn't healthy, I was able to do virtual things with my doctor. Um, I didn't have to go in to an office. So I was able, you know, to skip that part. But um, it was in a medical center, and it was it was very, very strange, um, except for the fact that, like, I've gotten so used to wearing my mask that the only thing that bothered me is it was on 
for basically 12 hours straight, like no break, which again is fine. And I was happy to do it to be able to be where I needed to be. But (laughs) by the end of that day, I never wanted to wear a mask again. I of course have put one on since then. And like when I'm working and everything like that, like, of course I have, but it was a long day with a mask. Um, and so, you know, it isn't the only thing, like there are lots of things happening, um, around medical centers that don't have to do with COVID, but the one that King Willem Alexander visited was all about COVID. Um, and as well as the importance of patient distribution, um, which is such a cold way of saying that things need to be properly organized for hospitals not to become overwhelmed with patients. So this is you know, elective surgeries, let's get them out a little bit faster. Um, Non-emergent, like treat them and get them out. Um, Making sure that the hospital is empty enough for influx of COVID cases. Um, This is critical. This is something that is really important to the functional abilities of the healthcare system. So I hope that this doesn't reveal too much of like even my own personal life, but I live in a state um, that is run by a Republican, but who is doing a fairly good job at COVID. Um, But like we've been doing this for eight months. Some of us have gotten lax about our rules. So we had... Um, Our governor gave a speech on Wednesday night about just remaining vigilant. Um, And if we cannot do that, we will go into a stay-at-home order more than likely again um, next week if our cases were having record-breaking days every day. Um, But it was a he talked about in the beginning how cold and flu season, flu season specifically, always brings the hospital to almost capacity. And so now we're adding an extra component, which is, um, you know, COVID. And so hospitals who are already functioning at capacity can't handle that many more COVID cases. So it's a really interesting, like, you have to make sure that the hospitals are able to handle what's coming. And that's what patient distribution is. So that's, you know, like I said, that's one of the things that Will and Alexander was talking about during this visit. Um, And so other than that, he toured the hospital, learned about what they're doing. And um, yeah, it was just a general, you know, hospital visit that we've seen. It feels like a thousand times now. Um, And so with that, we are gonna go ahead and move on to Spain.
Spain is actually the last country on our podcast today. Um, and so today, King Felipe attended a award ceremony where he delivered the um, Eshgari Medal. Um, I think is how you pronounce that. So this was a, an award created um, in 1905 to honor like the highest class of scientists in Spain. Um, so to promote them, to promote their research, to promote their work. The pets, you guys, I'm so sorry. They're kind of going a little crazy. Um, it's it's been a weird week in our house. That's all I can say about that. Um, so anyway, this award was given to honor scientists. And so during the ceremony, Felipe delivered the award to Mariano Barbacito, um, who is a renowned cancer researcher, um, who also at one point led the National Cancer Institute in the United States and then moved back to Spain to focus on um, his country and his people and to just um, rely on his work a lot in Spain. And so that has earned him this, this medal. Um, and so it wasn't like a widely announced event it wasn't super covered um which is kind of becoming like this new norm in Spain that I kind of hate um because also I think this has to do with public interest but like Felipe's events are of course covered um but not not to the extent that Queen Letizia's are because people just don't care as much. Um, and I'm not knocking science, but like it's definitely not nearly as popular as like other things. Um, it's definitely more important, but it's not as um, headline catching. And so that's kind of something that I hate when the the Spanish media and even to some extent now um, Casa Real isn't covering these things well um, which I'm super disappointed in but you know look we're all living in a global pandemic maybe this is just a part of it I don't know um, but I kind of hate it so anyway that is what was going on in Spain on the 11th. Um, I know I've been saying today a lot, but that's because one, the episode is titled November 11th. So you, even though like, if you're listening to it on the day it comes out, you of course know this is not the 11th, but um, in, you know, a few weeks when people are still listening to it, we want to make sure that it's clear. Okay. Anyway, um, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, it was a light day, but it was really focused on something really important at the beginning, at least. Um, and so that's what was going on. Um, and then there was nothing in Sweden. Um, so there was supposed to be a county visit, um, 
that had been so it had it had been canceled for a couple of weeks at that at this point um and then i don't remember what day this happened whether it was yesterday the 12th or on the 11th but it was announced that the rest of the county visits for the rest of the year have been canceled and postponed to 2021 um, this is not a huge shock if you are following any kind of news as COVID cases are just skyrocketing everywhere. Um, so it's just, it's not safe for, um, people to be traveling even within their own country too much. Um, it's just, it's not, it's a, it's a hard time. I think most of us recognize that, um, but it's a hard time. And so I, like I've said, I've been expecting a lot more things to get canceled um, than have actually been canceled, but we're doing, you know, we're hanging in there. So anyway, that's what's going on in Sweden. Um, and so that is it for today's episode. I will be back at some point. Um, like I said, I'm going to try and do at least another podcast. Um, I have updated all of this on Instagram, the daily Royal. Um, so you can definitely check it out there. Um, I have not updated the website yet, but that's, that'll honestly probably not come at this point until, um, either late tonight or the weekend just, um, and by the weekend, I mean, Monday, my weekend, um, not that you know when my weekend is, but I, um, use Monday and Tuesday as my weekend days. So it will happen then at this point, more than likely. Um, I'll see what I can do though. It shouldn't take me long. I have all the photos and everything ready to go. So we'll see. Um, and then I will talk to you guys again in the next one. Um, but have a great rest of your day. Bye.